Hello, I'm Jeremy Nicholas and welcome to Moving Voices, the podcast of the Professional Speaking Association of the UK and Ireland. This is the second of two specials from the PSA Spring Convention, Fusion Live. Coming up, we'll be hearing from two former presidents, Graham Jones and Peter Roper. There's Shirley Taylor from Singapore, Alan Clayhans from South Africa, new recruits Robert Lefebvre and William Buist, Heather Townsend makes an on-air pledge about her speaking future, plus Ian Betson, Barry Jackson, Frederica Roberts, Sheena Walker, Steve Bustin, Peter Green and Stuart Harris. But we're going to start with the unsung heroes of the PSA, the people who make it tick, the regional presidents. I grabbed as many as I could at Fusion Live, but some eluded me. But we will be hearing why Tyne Tees president, Kevin McLernan, loves the PSA so much he could eat it. Chris Cooper will be telling us what's coming up in the Midlands. Michael Dodd on some big names coming across the ponds to PSA London. Steve Houghton Burnett tells us about the unconventional meetings they hold in the northwest of England. And Rebecca Jones clicks her red shoes together and tells us about setting up PSA Wales. But we start with Sean Weaver, who's the man behind another new region, a short hop across the Irish Sea to where everyone has the gift of the gab. Sean Weaver is the president of PSA in Ireland. How's, how's that going, Sean? Relatively new region. Yeah, we just got started last March, Jeremy, so uh, we've been growing steadily. We've got about eight signed up members now. We've got a number of them at the convention here uh, today as well. And uh, it's looking good. We're starting to put a committee together. Uh, still very much down to me, but that's just uh, me. I'm obviously clearly a control freak. I have issues with that. But um, no, it's coming together. We've got some really good people. Uh, people are getting very enthusiastic. We've got a really good new membership officers taking over. So I expect to see some significant growth in the next six months. And, and, and sell, uh, sell me PSA in Ireland in terms of loads of speakers will listen to this podcast to think, you know, I might quite fancy a trip to Dublin to do this thing. Sell me your city. It's one word, really. It's Guinness. I mean, what do you want? You know, I mean, good food, good Guinness, lots of fun. Uh, make it a weekend. Come and stay with us. Come Friday. Um, we have a mastermind group in the morning over breakfast, uh, which is limited to associates and fellows and members. Uh, where we share business practice and all that sort of stuff. And then we keep a fairly open house, typically Irish, open house. Anybody can show up with their 20 euros for their coffee to come here, the speakers, because we like people to have an audience when they come. And then typically, if we haven't gone to dinner the night before, we go for lunch and a long afternoon exploring the hostelries of a very famous literary city. So there's lots of eating and drinking involved. Yeah, a bit of that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other stuff we can't discuss on the, on the radio, of course. You know, I, we're very hospitable people. Yeah, and I, I first came to the PSA in 2007, I think you, I remember you from, from then. Oh um, yeah. yeah, a few years before that. A few years before yeah, that. Yeah. So why are you in the PSA? What do you get out of it? It's a question I keep asking myself actually, but <laughs> normally about 3am in the morning I realise why. Uh, you know, we're still drinking with the hard day. Um, I guess for me really PSA is a bit community. I mean, I've said it many times, I'll say it again, it's the one place I could come and feel that I'm among my own, you know, because I mean, you try and explain what a speaker is, what an author is, what a coach is, what a trainer is, yada, yada, yada. Um, it's kind of hard, but you come in here and you're just a speaker. And you feel normal. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's and a very you, unusual thing for me. As for you, you, that know, is unusual. As you know, yeah. Not Incredible. many places to show yeah. me for feeling normal. Which is pretty reason why does the PSA important to me? Because it makes me feel normal. Mm. And it's just such a unique feeling, you know, it's very hard to walk away from. 
Well, good luck with uh, PSL, and I will come and speak to you at, at some point. We'd love to have you on. The only problem I have is my very low tolerance of alcohol. Ah, oh, my God, well, you're clearly not, not, you're not our type of speaker at all, James. Sorry. Well, you know what? We could probably put up with the humour, actually. We'd probably, you know, we'll get you lots of Seven Up. Would that be okay? Yeah. Uh, or Red Lemonade. Yeah. Stuff like that. Stuff that's been banned years ago in the EU. And some of the crack. I keep. Oh, uh, there's lots of crack. Just don't say it in New York, because our two Irish lads got arrested for saying there was great crack at the party lads. <laughs> Found another regional president lurking. Uh, in the comfort break, Chris Cooper from the Midlands. What, what have you got coming up in the Midlands, Chris? Uh, hi, Jeremy. Yeah, we've, we've got coming up, we've got Nigel Vardy. Um, I don't know if you know Nigel, Mr. Frostbite. Yeah, the mountaineer, yeah. The mountaineer. So he's coming up in uh, May. Very good. I mean, uh, I, I write greatly rate so he, so he'll be fabulous. We've also, in June, we've got coming up uh, Rob Brown. Um, hey, Rob's going to talk to us about how to become six-figure uh, speakers. Yes. Brilliant. Which will be exciting. And then really also very excited about July. From July we've got uh, Metablock, twice world champion rower, TV presenter, top prolific Scandinavian speaker. She's flying in especially from uh, Copenhagen to, um, to work with us, do a mastermind session and uh, an evening session, which uh, having interviewed her before and uh, uh, being a, a bit of a, a good friend of hers, she is um, going to be a real inspiration for the Midlands. Kevin McLernan's one of the regional presidents from uh, the Tyne Tees region up in the northeast, based in Newcastle. Kevin, lovely to see you here today. Uh, how's your region going? Because it's a very new region, isn't it? Yeah, it's a really new region, Gem. I think the first meeting was only May last year. Um, and we had them quite sporadically every few months over uh, last year. And this year we've decided to start doing them every month instead. So we'll do one month on a Saturday, one month on a Tuesday evening. And it's getting there, you know, we're getting you know more and more new people coming and um, more new members are joining, so I'm, I'm hopeful that this year we'll be able to get up to a, you know, a core of maybe 20, 25 people by the end of the year. And Kevin, you've, you've, you've come down a long way to be here, as, as all of the, the regions do, they come down to for the Spring Convention. What, what does the PSA mean to you? What, what have you got out of it? For me, it, it's funny I had this conversation um, yesterday in the, in, the, in the Fellows and Regional Presidents meeting. For me, the PSA isn't about the speakers who are on the stage. <laughs> If I'm honest with you, I could maybe name one or two who are on today, and, and, and I haven't really paid that much attention to it. It's about the, you know, the, the seeing friends, the social aspect of it, and also the little bit of network and meeting new people and stuff like that. Um, so it's the bits in between the speakers that are more important. Totally, to you. yeah, hundred percent. The speakers are almost <laughs> an interruption. Dare I say? I'll probably get in trouble for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> come to the PSA convention. Tyne Tees president says, come to the convention, don't bother to listen to the speakers, just no. hang around in the bar, yeah, just hang around the coffee bar. shops, yeah. chatting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But You're going to get me into trouble. I know, no. No, that's fine. We know we know you have a strong drinking culture in the North East, that's fine. No, but you, so how long have you been a speaker? Um, a couple of years now, yeah. just two years, not very long. And has the PSA helped, helped you? Oh, your... 100%. My first experience of the PSA was I was doing a live on stage interview at an event that Andy Laporta was at. Yeah. And afterwards, Andy, in my mind's eye, I'm thinking of it, he crowd surfed across to everybody else. <laughs> he's, <laughs> very, he's very little, isn't he? Yeah, he just <laughs> jumped on everyone's shoulders and scrambled across. You must join the PSA. I'll introduce you to a man called Richard McCann. And he did through email. And me and Richard got in touch and I ended up um, meeting up with Richard. And he you know, said, come along with a meeting. And the ball rolled from there. Every bit of work I've done since is either come from that one event or through the PSA. I don't work very often. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now I'm delighted to welcome Michael Dodd, who's the president of the most successful region in the PSA, the London region. Michael, first of all, just a bit about the region. You've, you've absolutely turned it around with over 100, 100 people at the last meeting? We had almost 100, almost 100. but uh, in the view of uh, one of our fellow journalists, Alan Stevens, we should say uh, almost 100 rather than uh, 94. 94, right, mm. OK, yeah. So, that, so that's brilliant. And thank you very much. You, you guys awarded me the London Speaker of the Year. So Congratulations. That, thank uh, you very much. It was a tough contest, but uh, it came down in your favour, Jeremy, and we loved your bag because you pull out all these things out of the bag and people they weren't so fascinated with you no. they were fascinated with what was in your bag Even my bags and my that's what got you bags yeah. of oats yeah my bag my bag one it, it's, a, it's a toolbox really but, it is uh, uh, and you were pulling these things out and telling us how we could make our speeches funnier absolutely and that was uh, that was something that captivated people because i think uh, perhaps there's not enough funny people in london and uh, you actually gave them hope that they could be comedians in the future brilliant okay it's time for the next session so before we run downstairs for the meet the pros session in the afternoon. Just tell us about what's coming up at PSA London. On May the 17th, that's a Saturday, we have an all-day event and we've got two fantastic speakers from America. We've got Gina Carr, who will help speakers build their tribe so that you've actually got your fan base under control and you are growing it. And we've got Terry Brock, who speaks with her, and Terry is a technological genius. There's nothing Terry doesn't know about cutting-edge technology, but he's able to talk to speakers, some of whom are technophobes, in a way that everybody understands, and they know what to get and how to use it, whatever it is, uh, in a way that makes it work for their business. So Gina and Terry will be absolutely blow-your-socks-off kind of speakers, uh, because I know, uh, because uh, people who've heard them together think they're brilliant, and I've heard Terry, and he is brilliant. I've seen Terry. I've never seen Gina, but he, mm. he's, he's phenomenal. And you've got Chris Cooper coming up as well. We do. Chris is the president in the Midlands, and uh, I went uh, to the meeting where he actually uh, took the baton. Uh, he had a problem like me, which was uh, following on from a very successful and charismatic female president. Uh, and the handover was amazing. And uh, there is something from that handout, which I'll get to in just a moment, uh, which we are going to exploit ruthlessly in London. But his topic is how to get things done, whether you feel like it or whether you don't. Mm. And a lot of people, I think, don't feel like getting important things done, and Chris will show us how to do it. But at the end, we are still negotiating this, but at the end, as I understand it from the negotiation so far, Chris will do what he did when he took over as president. He will play the electric guitar. Oh. So, uh, if you think he's a crap speaker, which he isn't, because he's a great speaker, but uh, if you're, you're sort of marginal about that, you want to come just to hear Chris Cooper play the electric guitar and we are going to finish this amazing meeting on the 17th of May in London on the Saturday with Chris playing his electric guitar. Sounds fantastic. Let's go over the 100 mark for the first time. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Jeremy, with your charisma and your podcast and your contacts, you can make it happen because I understand you've actually spoken to bigger audiences than anyone in the PSA. I think at West Ham you used to speak to audiences of over 2,000, isn't that right? 35,000. Yeah, yeah, something like that. 35,000, yeah, and yeah. I've presented radio shows to 200 million on yeah, the BBC I, World Service. And I, I know, yeah, 200, 200 million. But it's not million. about me. It's no, not about me, Mike. No, it isn't. It isn't. But it is about Barack Obama, isn't it? Because I, I know you're supposed to be interviewing me, <laughs> but is it actually true? There's a rumour going round, uh, and I'm sure it's not true, but that you actually 
spoke and that Barack Obama was influenced by what Barack you said. Is that Obama true? has heard me speak. That was when he was a senator and now he's the president. I won't give away the punchline to that story because I charge an awful lot of people <laughs> after dinner to hear and that. And it's one. in a book. It's in my book What's as well. What's that book called? It's called Mr. Moon has left the stadium. Listen, we need to go downstairs because it's the start of the next session. We do, but yeah. uh, hello to all your massive number of the fans of this podcast and we'll see you on the 17th of May in London. Brilliant. Michael Dodd, president of London BSA. <laughs> I found another regional president. It's uh, from Wales. It's Rebecca Jones with a distinctive trademark red shoes on. You always wear red shoes, don't I you? I always wear red yeah. shoes, Jeremy. Yeah. Fantastic. How's BSA Wales going? Excellent. I mean, we only started last year. We've had you know six meetings, and it's growing month on month, and people are coming back, which is must be doing the right thing. Mm. I came and spoke at one of your meetings. I didn't. I didn't win Speaker of the Year. That was disappointing. <laughs> but uh, fortunately, BSA London awarded me there, so that's uh, that, that's fine. And. It, what, what's it like starting up your region then? Because you know, you're very well known as a speaker, but you just decided, hey, I'll start up PSA Wales. Yeah, I started the region because I felt really passionately about getting people with, that live close to me to connect because you know we're all travelling all over the place. We don't really spend enough time together. And definitely by getting together, we can help each other build our businesses and support each other in what we're doing. Okay, and it's dead easy to get to in Cardiff. I mean, I was there in London in about two and a half hours. I know, yeah. yeah I got a lot of speeding tickets, but I was there in two and a half hours. <laughs> You could have got the train, Jeremy, because yeah. we, we actually meet right by the train station in central Cardiff. And uh, we're actually in a hotel, not by the train station. And uh, yeah, to be honest with you, most people that are coming are realising just how easy it is to get to Wales and what the opportunities are. So, yeah. And a lovely, lovely, friendly welcome as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we try and have a nice, friendly Welsh welcome. And we're trying to make the meetings very easy going and just giving people the opportunity to speak as much as possible. And you've come up to the big city, to London, for the convention. And, uh, yeah, I make it up once in a while to the big smoke. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a bit frightened about you know how I find my way back, but no, yeah, honestly. You tried to sneak off without doing an interview because <laughs> you, you've got your bag and I thought she's going to try and get out. Wait a yeah, bit. I'm going to head off early, but you know we travel around a lot, don't we, all of us? And you know, get, go out, meet other people, go to different regions is definitely something I would say to everybody. And one of the most uh, successful regions in the PSA is the Northwest. I've got the president with me now, Steve Houghton Burnett. Uh, Steve, what, what is the secret of your region? Because you do some quite interesting things up there, don't you? We're always ripping up the rule book. Yeah. I think the thing that we decided was if something works, that's great, but that doesn't mean to say it has to be locked in forever. So, for example, we run unconferences. That was down to a guy called Chris Davidson introduced those for us. Unconferences have proven to be massively successful. So what does that mean? That there's no agenda? There's absolutely no agenda with an unconference. People turn up with an idea of something they want to talk about, they put it up on a wall, and people vote. Really? So people oh, right. literally vote with their feet. So with, yeah. with an unconference, people turn up to the room that you're speaking in if they want to listen to it, and if partway through they feel they're not getting value, they walk out. Now you can imagine as a speaker, there's, a, there's an ego thing going on there, and you've got to, you've got to be really sure of what you want to do you would think but actually people say they get the most value from an unconference because people are talking from the heart they're talking about topics that they love and they're sharing their expertise so unconferences work brilliantly we get we have increasing numbers uh, every time we run an unconference okay and could you just perhaps give us some highlights of some things you've got coming up at manchester in the future some things that we've got we've got a, a master class next month on sales uh, with simon hazeldean and uh, then in the evening he's doing his uh, bare knuckle negotiating uh, keynote 
we, we always, one of the things we've also developed in Manchester is we have themed months. So next month is the theme of selling your business and selling your skills. In a couple of months after that, we've got protecting your greatest assets. So we're talking about how you do voice exercises, uh, but also in protecting your greatest asset, we're also talking about what sort of things you need in place for your business, what insurances you need. So we just go on a theme each month and we let the members decide what the themes are. And that's another reason why it's successful. Okay, for people that are in the Northwest listening to this, where, where do you meet, how often? We meet every month at Manchester Conference Centre. Uh, if you ever want to know uh, when the event's on, just search PSA Northwest on Eventbrite. Brilliant. Steve, have a safe trip. You look like you're heading back. You've got your suitcases. Yeah, we're heading back up north. We're going to take a lot of stuff back with us. The biggest thing we're going to take back with us is we've had members from the northwest down at the conference. Yeah. They're going to take back the message, we need lots more people from the northwest at the next conference. Right, okay. And is there, is there one thing that you've written down in your notebook that you're going to action your business as a result of today? I'm going to start looking at the product sale side of my business. Yeah. So it's for me, it's... Uh, the 10 by 10 that was given to us by Peter Thompson. Yeah, so instead of having a book, make 10 little bits and sell it monthly. And sell it monthly, yeah. absolutely. I like the sound of that, especially when he started saying how much money he'd earned uh, from Well, <laughs> who, who wouldn't want that passive income? Yeah. So. Steve, Steve, thank you very much for that. I hope to come and speak in the Northwest at some point. We'd love to have you there. So I've interviewed most of the, the good speakers here now, and, and now let's uh, spread it out a little bit. Here's Stuart Harris from uh, PSA <laughs> Scotland. Hi, Stuart. Hi, Jeremy. How are you doing? <laughs> What have you, what was your experience of the PSA then? Uh, well, I've I've been in training in some form in sales for some oh, 15, 20 years, mm. um, and I just wanted to take it from a level of just doing classroom training to a much bigger field, much bigger marketplace. Uh, speaking from main stage as well as doing conventions and events and training sessions. Uh, so I came along uh, initially uh, through my brother Kenny Harris uh, and came along to a couple of meetings and I've now found my tribe, mm. uh, meeting with the people, uh, coming along to conventions, uh, meeting with them in Facebook as well virtually uh, and get so much from it and it's made me the person that I am today, which might not be much but it's a damn sight better than I was 5, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, and the one thing I always find with the PSA Scotland guys at the convention, you're always hanging around in the bar late at night, always... Always, always the last person to bed. Kenny was always the last person to bed. I have taken that mantle on. And I was still the last person to bed last night as well. And I was still up at 7 o'clock in the morning. What, what time did you go to bed, if you don't mind It was asking. an early night last night, half past one. Oh, well done. We found a whiskey bar right across the road from the Victory Services Club. So we had a couple of Isle of Whiskies, and it was lovely. And just tell me, what's, what's the speaking scene like in Scotland compared to the rest of the country? Uh, it's, it's not that great. It's not that big. Um, uh, most of my work is actually down south. Is it, right? Um, but that's something that we're looking to grow. You know, it's, you know, much as we're looking to grow the pie of speaking, it's a matter of, okay, fine, getting, getting into bigger organisations and conventions and associations, uh, finding that market rather than market coming to you. Stuart Harris, a Scottish speaker down here, nicking our work. <laughs> we'll see after the tartan curtain is drawn over. <laughs> so Peter Green is someone I often come across uh, in Reading. He's here at Marvel Arts today. Peter, what, what do you get out of the PSA? Uh, what I get out of the PSA, Jeremy, is um, collaboration with colleagues, or like-minded colleagues looking to improve their speaking business and improve their speaking. So I get to network with people who 
want the same things that I want, but might have different skills they can share with me and I can share with them. And I get to see people that are coming up through the ranks and their showcases. I also get to see people that have really made it, so I can look at what I might want to aspire to as a, as a future speaker in terms of really being at the top of my game. And I found another man from the uh, media world, Steve Bustin, another ex-BBC man. Steve, what made you join the PSA? The first time I came along to a PSA meeting, which was in London, I knew I'd found a tribe. I found a group of people Like who, a lost tribe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, lost in the jungle. Nobody had heard of them for years. <laughs> Weren't embracing modernity. Um, I found a group of people who not only did what I did, but thought like me and shared a similar set of values and a similar set of goals. And that was a revelation, actually. I was just like, I didn't know this existed. I didn't know there were other people out there trying to do what I'm doing. And that was a real sort of fill-up. I just sort of thought, I need to be here. I need to actually start working with these people, actually getting to know them, learning from them. So, yeah, it was very much a tribe. And I, I think that's a, exactly the right word. Yeah. And, and one thing I find is it's great for collaborating. We're planning to collaborate on a project training people to be MCs. And you, you collaborate with Guy Clapperton on media training. And yeah. do, do you collaborate with anyone else? Not yet in the PSA, but there are, there are plans afoot. So, uh -huh. Is there anyone yeah. in this room you're thinking, maybe I could drum up a bit of business with them. Oh, there's a few people who are on my to-do list, for the say, let's put it that way. But uh, yeah, I mean, it is all about just, it's not just necessarily working together on a piece of you know, paid work, but it can be working together to improve each other's skills, all those sorts of things. So yeah, I think there are so many ways you can collaborate. Steve, lovely to see you. I do. And uh, we'll chat later in a future one, if we can, about how to be a great MC. Absolutely, it'd be a pleasure. A bit noisy here now, but we'll do it when people are hushed up a bit. Yeah. Sheena Walker from Scotland. You're in London today. Is there anyone particularly in the room you're thinking, oh, I'd like to, you know, a particular sort of person you'd like to meet today? Um, oh, I guess that I've had a little bit of a taste of working globally. I've done some work in Milan. In Milan, there's a huge gap in the speaking world and in the training at Char World. And I'd like an opportunity to speak to people, maybe, that have worked globally that can maybe introduce me to a different network of people. So you're, you're looking to find international speakers, so, so my tip would be look for the people with the gold fellows badge on, because they tend to be the ones that speak abroad. Okay, I'll actually do that. Right. So I'll probably be looking at a tall, handsome man with a six-pack then. So here's Frederica Roberts, who's uh, from Doncaster, I think I'm right yes. saying. Yeah. Uh, what's been your experience of PSA? I've been a member for just under a year now, and for me it's been fantastic. Invaluable advice, support and mentoring as well. And the great and unexpected thing is the friendships that have come out of it as well, and a fantastic mastermind group. So I'm loving it. I think I first saw you at uh, PSA East when you were doing a, a Speaker Factor thing and you yes. won that and you were on uh, on the stage last year in Speaker Factor. Well, just, just explain for people who don't know what Speaker Factor is, what, what, it, what is it? Speaker Factor is a competition uh, for members and associates in the first year of their membership and it's really to give people an opportunity to be seen and to get onto the big stage and be seen by 300 odd people. Um, fantastic opportunity for me being on that stage even though I didn't ultimately win the, the speaker factor just getting that exposure very early on in my PSA membership was brilliant and so much feedback that you can get from that as well so that you can then develop your speaking career it's been brilliant yeah and are you an associate at the moment I'm a member you've be so you've become a member well done yes so you've you got through the things and of course the next thing is to become a fellow yes and yes. obviously you have to jump through a few hoops with that but is that what you're planning to do absolutely yes and and, and fellowship gives you that that ultimate mark of 
quality and professionalism as a speaker because you are earning a living as a speaker um, primarily when you're a fellow and you've been recognised by other fellows as doing that so that's definitely my ultimate goal. And your, your region would be uh, PSA Yorkshire, Yorkshire yes. which I've, I've, I've spoken at a couple of times, lovely friendly group uh, meeting up at Garforth just north of Leeds. Yes, yes, it's a lovely group, God's own county as they say and I'm an adoptive Yorkshire person because I'm Italian and German but I, I came to the UK in Yorkshire and I've stayed in Yorkshire all the time so and it's a fantastic Group. Italian and German, so you must feel very welcome here at the Victory Services Club with uh, all the rooms named after battles against the Germans and the Italians. <laughs> Fantastic, yes. <laughs> I'll not take it personally. <laughs> and I'm with uh, Robert Lefevre now, who I've met before at PSA London. What, what's your experience of the organisation? Uh, one of surprise. I, I came in not knowing what I was going to find out, what I was going to learn, what I was going to do. And each time I've come to a new meeting, I've been sceptical. I've been sort of standing a little bit back and hmm. watching. Yeah. And found what, I ha what happened was I got progressively drawn into it. The people are lovely. The subjects are interesting. I take away something of value. And, you know, I've been up to Birmingham, I, I, mainly in London. But wherever I go, all the people I meet, fascinating. They've got something to say. And, and that's what I like. I find the enthusiasm, the energy is attractive. And is this your first time at the convention? It's my first time at a convention, yes. Yeah. I haven't done a convention before. And I'll, I'll see how the day goes. I'm, I'm still in the curious phase. I like being there. And I'm, I'm always interested in, in new people, first time coming to convention, that perhaps don't know that many people. Mm. I found it very daunting when I first came, I think in 2007. But by the end of it, I felt like everyone was my best friend. I don't know, you know how you're finding I, it. I think that's right. I, I think... You know, as a result of the, just working in London with the London PSA, mm. I found that, that I got to know people gradually because I made my job to do so. Yeah. I had to be active in that. So if I come to a convention, it's up to me to make the friends that I want and to find out what other people are doing because they're, they're fascinating. Well, I hope you have a great day. Thanks, Thank Robert. you indeed. With me is Barry Jackson. Barry, uh, you've been to a PSA convention before. I have, yes. Uh, <coughs> this is this is in fact my fourth one, uh, Jeremy. And what do you think? Oh, I, well, I mean, they are always absolutely fantastic, but I think today, honestly, has been the best one I've ever been to. I, I thought Tim Bean and uh, Peter Thompson were, were the, the speakers out of whom I got the most. But, I mean, the whole thing's been marvellous, and... and uh, uh, and the networking has uh, been really effective. I've made some very good contacts and uh, yeah, I think there's going to be some definite collaboration at the end of this one. Lurking in the wings, I found a former president of the PSA, Graham Jones. It's an honour to meet you, Graham. <laughs> and you. Yeah, oh, I've met him before. It's, uh, it's no big deal. So, Graham, what's your, what's your <laughs> thoughts about the PSA? <laughs> well, I mean, today, what has struck me mm. is that I've heard speakers who I've heard before but I still learnt new things even though I've heard them before mm. and it, that's the thing that gets me about the PSA that every time I come back I learn more things even if it's the subject that's the same or whatever so keep it coming back because you always learn more that you can apply in your business that's what I find and you're the man behind the website aren't you that's making the website all fantastic and interactive and lovely yeah and there's actually new stuff going to happen soon so we're going to be announcing fairly soon a different an extension to the website which is for members only so well associates members and fellows so you know not guests so as long as you're a paid up 
in paid up membership, there's a new part of the website which is going to have even more learning and resources and stuff to download and a whole load of stuff to help you improve your speaking business. Brilliant. Well, we'll talk to you about that when it comes a bit nearer yep. the time. And we've got these new boot camps coming up, and you're um, sort of behind those as well, aren't you? Yeah, I'm one of the people doing one of the boot camps, so yep. that's coming up in May, and uh, that's going to be the first of several that are going to happen over the coming year. I did an interview with Jane and Ailey about it, so they've said it's boot camps and everything. But will it, will it just be like lots of shouting and getting up early and going, going wriggling underneath things? Uh, <laughs> it's not quite that not kind that, of boot camp, right, okay. no. Um, but there will be uniforms, won't there? There'll be uniforms and there'll be strict procedures. Oh, excellent. So following on from our chat with Graham Jones, another in our regular feature of tired old presidents of the PSA, Peter Roper, I found slumped in a corner at the back. <laughs> Peter, what does the PSA mean to you? Um, an awful lot. I've been a member since uh, January 2001. Without it, I wouldn't have had a speaking career. I wouldn't have had an authorship career. I certainly would have been a best-selling author in a million years. Um, I wouldn't have had the chance to speak in the way I had. Everything I've learned pretty much has happened through the PSA, so it means a lot. What it means these days is helping uh, other people to get the stuff that I get, if you like, but also just to meet old pals, mm. meet up, share stories, and get snippets of information, which you always get every time you come to one of these events. And you, I think you've got a bit of a reputation amongst people as being the sort of the, the friendly uncle of the PSA. You know, the, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that you, do you have a nickname? Pops. They call me Pops. 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 They tend to call it. me Pops. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. I, 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 that's uh, a very kind thing to say, really. Uh, and um, I just think it, it, the thing to do with the PSA is just be helpful. Yeah. And you get tons from it. The more you give, the more things come. But the thing to do is give anyway. Just give anyway. We'll have to leave it there because Will Kintish, as usual, shouting over everything and spoiling it for everyone else. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. And we've reached the afternoon break at the BSA convention. I found William Buist. William, what do you get out of the BSA? Well, hi, Jamie. I've been in the PSA for about six months now. Uh, I'm in the Wales region. Hmm. I've met some great people down there, which has uh, been super for me. It's been able to help me get to know some of the people in the local area, um, get to know some much better speakers than I am, and learn a lot from them. And who have you enjoyed so far today? Uh, today, well this morning we had the most wonderful talk about how to lose this uh, weight around the middle, mm. um, which made me a little bit worried, I might yeah. you know, need to do something. No signs of it working yet? No, no, not yet, but, uh, but I had more letters for lunch. Excellent. Well, and uh, we've still got a, a, a bit more to go. And you're an associate, are you? Are you, are you I am, yeah, yes. So you plan to become a member? Of course. Yeah, everything's a progression. We keep moving upwards, that's the main thing. I found Shirley Taylor, who's come all the way from uh, Singapore, but you're actually a Brit. I'm actually a Brit from Yorkshire. I'm from Sheffield originally, but I've just been living in Singapore now for 12 years. And you're not actually in the PSA, but I assumed you were because you're just like a global speaker in my Darling, mind. I'm just very global. Um, I was a, uh, pr the president of our Speakers Association in Singapore three years ago, Asia Professional Speakers Singapore. And I have to say that was the best thing I ever did for my career, joining APSS and uh, becoming uh, active in the association so no I'm not a member of PSA but it's really nice to be here at this convention so, to see so, so me, many more people give me a more general thing then about what what is the advantage of belonging to any association that 
you know, might be affiliated to the Global Speakers Federation? I think when I first joined, I was terrified. I walked in the room and I was like, oh my God, I'm not worthy. And look at all these people, you know. The more I learned, the more I got to know people, the more I learned. The more I learned, the more I was able to share. The more I started to share, the more I started to gain. And the more I gained, the more I grew. So I truly believe that we've got to share what we've got. There's, you know, collaboration is, is this year's theme, fusion here. Um, and I'm realizing that the more I connect with people, the more I can help people, and the more people can help me. Um, so I, uh, I'm here, not specifically for this convention, but because I was asked to speak at a, at a conference in London two weeks ago. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to hang back a bit and, and attend PSA. And one of the things that I get mostly about this is the connections with people. For example, meeting you. Absolutely. And I've also met some people who I know through Facebook, but I've never met before, like a lovely man who's just walking past us now, Felix. Stuart Harris, who I work with, um, and I've never met him before. Alan Stevens, who I've met many years ago, and his lovely wife, wife Heather. Heather. So I think I get a lot out of the sessions, but I get even more out of these corridor conversations. Yeah. And it's amazing what comes back in a couple of months' time or a, or a year's time. The very first person I met at a global event was Ailey Milne. And I was terrified about going down to that event in Holland. And I was like, oh my God, there's going to be so many people. Everybody's going to know everybody. I mean, I might look confident, but I have got a little bit of, you know, nerves as well. And I went down there and I met Ailey and I met Hannah from New Zealand. And we are now still in touch all these years later. And the great thing about the collaboration is uh, you're in Singapore. You referred me a job in London Absolutely. training an Indian firm for an American training Isn't organization. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And that's the great thing. I'm now representing this company in America, representing them finding trainers in London, in Australia, in Europe, in Singapore. It's just, we are a global network and it's so great to explore that global network and to, to make yourself known more on a global stage and it's just awesome to be here. I'm making a lot of new friends here today and hope to keep in touch with them as well and also thinking how can I help that person and how can we collaborate with each other. And while I've got you here, Singapore, what's that, what's that like for speakers? I've heard it's lovely. It is. Um, Singapore's very clean, very green, very uh, very nice. They're a nice audience to, uh, but they're they're also very demanding as well. They do demand content. You know, they they'll be you know they want content. Malaysia also nearby. Lots of fun to teach them. They of course. We've got to give them content these days, but we've also got to make them engaged as well. It's number one everywhere you go. Um, and they do love that. They do love the engagement and the fun and any jokes that you can throw in. Well, that's what I was going to ask, because obviously I don't want to say that I'm a funny speaker, but people say humour is one of my big things. It is. But it doesn't always work in every part of the world. Now, You've got to find out what does work. Yeah. You see, I teach business writing and communication skills. So when I teach... I have to use a little bit of their language as well. So I might say, oh, you're writing, it's very Chong He La. And that's because Chong He means long-winded. And of course, everybody laughs, which means we connect. And it's all about connection. I got that engagement immediately. Um, I might make another joke and use another word or two from their language. Everybody laughs and we've connected some more. So I believe we've got to get close to people very, very quickly in whatever we do, even if it's a 45 minute 
presentation, we've got to get close quickly. And you can do that by just using a little bit of their language or just appreciating their culture in some way. Well, we don't want to be too chong hei la, so hey, let's leave it there. Very good. Really <laughs> lovely to be here today, Jeremy, and thanks a lot. And I look forward to working with you some more. And the great thing was, uh, as the interview came to an end, you just looked down at my name badge just to check you got it right. I did. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I knew who I was talking to. <laughs> So at the end of another PSA convention, Ian Betson, what did you make of that? It was my first, first convention, and it was wonderful, so much uh, good information I learnt. Um, the speakers were top notch. Um, the whole day, excellent, and I thoroughly recommend it. And I will be coming next year. What was your big, one big thing that you'll take away? I think it was not to undervalue yourself, and therefore knowing what you can charge. That's, uh, yeah, for me, that's the takeaway nugget. Okay, and you'll be coming to the one in October? I'm just about to go and well, I've already got the Eventbrite link up, so I just need to get my credit card, and I'll be parting with some cash, and I think for the price it is at the moment, it's excellent. Brilliant. I won't delay you any longer. Ian, thank you very much. Thank you. With me is Alan Clayhans, who's a South African who lives in London. Was this your first PSA convention? Uh, this wasn't my first PSA convention. Actually, I came to one of these about uh, five, six years ago when I first came back to the UK in 2008, uh, 2009. Um, but I have been out of it for six years, yeah. Right. But you know a bit about conventions because you, you were right at the early stages of uh, the equivalent of the PSA in South Africa. I was one of the founding members of the PSA in South Africa and we used to be called the NSA, the National Speaking Association in Southern Africa, before we included into the Global Federation. Uh, and it was a great time, yeah, 2003, 2004. Yeah, and how did you find the convention here today? I really enjoyed it. I was, um, you know, recently I've been talking to Alan Stevens online. And uh, he asked me if I was coming to this event today, and I said, funny enough, I am coming. It'll be my first in six years. Uh, and um, the first thing I posted when I got here, uh, I took a photograph of the stage with the fusion, uh, you know, the fusion image on the screen. And the first thing I posted was, I feel like I'm in the right place in the right time. Yeah. So I was glad to be here, yeah. And all of these organizations that are part of the Global Speakers Federation, it is a bit like if you're in another country, go to one of these meetings and you feel like instantly you're at home. Yeah, I loved it. It's, it's like a it's, little embassy, isn't it? Yes. And I suppose also it helped that I knew five or six people here already when I got here because I, I know some people online and also I know some people from other environments and other communities. But yeah, I just loved it. You know, I've been out of this environment for six years by choice. Um, and it's, uh, the time was coming and I thought, you know, I need to get part of, be, be part of the professional body again. And I'm very, very pleased I came. I'm very, very pleased. So I found a quiet area to have a quick chat with uh, Heather Townsend. Heather, the, the convention's over for the spring. What did you think of it? It was a really inspiring day. So this is the third convention I've been and it's, it had a different atmosphere to the last two as it's different presidents, different theme. But I really like the quiet intensity. I love the drawing together. And I'm sure like, I, like many people here, will go away with many ideas that will not only help them speak better, but speak more and put a significant amount of money on the bottom line of their business. Will you be coming to the October convention? We've already booked. Have you? It's been in our diary for a year. Right, okay. But, and, and that's serious, it's been in our diary ever since we knew the dates. Oh, fantastic. And have you paid for it yet? Because they've literally just only opened the Eventbrite thing in the last few minutes. Well, when I saw what value was on offer, we were already going, don't get me wrong, my business partner and I were already going, but when I saw what value was on offer... I'm I glad was... you've got a business partner, I thought when you said we, you were being like no. Margaret Thatcher. No, no, we, no, no, we no, are no, going John, to John, no, no, John Baker, my co-author of the go-to okay. expert, yeah, yeah, no, the two of us. <laughs> no, we, we knew we were already going, but when I saw the value, the speaker lineup, I was just like, mm. wow. It's worth going for Patricia Fripp alone, isn't it? 
you know, Patricia Fripp, you know, the first lady of speaking. <laughs> it's just like, you know, she's going to be amongst us. You know, yeah. this is the person that Alan Stevens rates as the best voice coach in the world, and she's going to be there. I'm already thinking of a selfie that I'm going to do with Patricia Fripp. Absolutely, but for, you know, the cost of £175 for three days amount of value, literally I'm speechless. And, you know, and I'm, as my business partner, John, will tell you, I don't do speechless. And suddenly then I found myself at the April convention, and then it was like, well, I might as well become an associate before I come to the April convention because it's worth the money, you know, the saving of coming that. And then I looked at the criteria and I thought, damn it, I'm speaking enough and at that level of a lot of people here. I mustn't swear, but think of the B word, should go for membership. I'm just so looking, you've got the yeah, silver badge on there. I proudly put this on and I gave a commitment for my mentor, Mike Oglevy, that October convention, I'm walking on the stage as a fellow. So. Yes, I was one of the two people he said he was talking to. Oh, so. right, so you're going to be a fellow by October. You're going to get one of these. One of these yeah, I want one of the proper ones, yeah. Yeah. That's my goal. Fantastic. And today has really inspired me to put that back on the forefront of what I'm trying to do. do say it, never mind, because we didn't hear the names of the people on stage. I want you to stay now on the PSA podcast. I repeat after me, I, Heather Townsend. I, Heather Townsend, don't will, trust you. I, Heather Townsend, <laughs> will be a fellow. I, Heather Townsend, will do my best to be a fellow of the PSA by October of the PSA by October 2014 fantastic and I'm going to come and find you at the convention and and say are you a fellow well I hope and well, you will hopefully be hopefully you'll shake my hand with my certificate and say well done brilliant lovely speaking to you Heather you too that's been fun <laughs> And that pledge from Heather is a nice way to end this edition of Moving Voices, the show produced and presented by me, Jeremy Nicholas, from the studios of Talking Toolbox here in London. To find out more about the PSA, please visit thepsa.co.uk. You can find out more about me at jeremynicholas.co.uk or talkingtoolbox.com. See you next time.